It's time for Success Profiles Radio with your host, Brian K. Wright, here on the Rockstar Radio Network. Have you ever wondered if there's more to life than you're currently living? Then Success Profiles Radio is the program for you. Every week, we'll explore different aspects of success and how to apply them to your life. Guests will come from many different backgrounds, including expertise in leadership, business, relationships, careers, networking, health, overcoming adversity, and much more. Every show is a dose of inspiration. This is Success Profiles Radio on the Rockstar Radio Network. And now, here's your host, Brian K. Wright. Hello and welcome to Success Profiles Radio. I'm your host, Brian K. Wright, and it is an absolute pleasure to be with you here today. I'm honored that you chose to spend part of your day with me here, and this is going to be an amazing show. I'll be introducing my guest shortly, and I promise this will be a fun and informative hour. It will be terrific. I do want to take a minute or two to share some things I've been learning and thinking about lately, and I'll do this every single week. Not too long ago, I revisited a book that was, I believe, the first I've ever read in my personal development journey. And it's a book called The Magic of Thinking Big by Dr. David J. Schwartz. It was written in 1959, and the Six Sense Principles still hold true today. One of the chapters was about having the right attitude toward people. He talked about giving great value to people and having the mindset of giving more than people expect. Think about this for a second. If we do simply what is expected of us, it isn't very memorable. But if you make the decision to go above and beyond to help people, serve them, give them greater value than they pay for, it builds loyalty. People will always remember those who take that extra step. I can think of several examples of people like this in my own life. And I believe in many ways it has led to me getting some of the great guests that I've had on my show. When people see value in what you're doing, they will go out of their way to help you. So here's a recommendation. When you see a chance to help people, then just do it. Pay it forward. It helps them. And you will probably feel a lot better because you contributed to something greater than yourself. Do it today. You will be so glad you did. With all this in mind, I want to introduce my guest. My guest this week is Dr. Dane Here. Let me tell you a little bit about him. Dr. Dane Here is an energy transformation author, international speaker, and workshop facilitator. And he's best known for his unique energetic transformation process called the Energetic Synthesis of Being. Dane has become an internationally recognized thought leader in transforming lives and creating different choices. His gift is to empower people to see different possibilities and to recognize what is truly possible for them. He has a completely different approach to healing by facilitating people to tap into and recognize their own abilities and knowing. The energetic transformation process is fast and truly dynamic. He is acknowledged worldwide for his unique perspective on personal transformation that is unlike anything else in the world. Dane invites people to more consciousness from total allowance, caring, humor, and a phenomenal knowing. Dane is also a doctor of chiropractic. He was born and raised in California. He also hosts a regular radio show entitled Conversations in Consciousness. He appears regularly on Dr. Pat and Voice of America and has been a guest on hundreds of nationally syndicated radio shows. He's appeared on several TV shows, including Fox News, as well as Good Morning Shows in New Zealand, Australia, and Canada. Dane is the author of nine books on the topic of embodiment healing, money, and relationships, and his newest book is called Being You, Changing the World, and we will talk abundantly about that book today. We'll discuss all of this and so much more in today's show. With all this in mind, here is my guest, Dr. Dane here. Dane, are you there? I am here. Nice to be with you, Brian. Thank you, Dane. It's a pleasure and an honor to have you here. Welcome to Success Profiles Radio. So, 
the first thing that I ask every guest on my show is to have them give us their backstory. Tell us how you started, what your journey was like, what you overcame, and how you arrived to where you are right now in your journey. Well, let me tell you, I guess the most salient points are where I got to 13 years ago where I was a chiropractor and I was having moderate success. You know, I was living in Santa Barbara, California, mm. and, you know, I had become a chiropractor because I wanted to contribute to people. You know, I wanted to see people's lives and their possibilities change. And mm -hmm. I was so depressed and unhappy. I literally mm -hmm. got to the place where I was going to kill myself if things didn't change. Mm -hmm. And I said, universe, look, you got six months. Either my life truly changes or I'm out of here. And I was one of those seekers, you know, one of those people who's always looking for something different because they mm -hmm. know it should exist. And basically, you know, I was using... I was using every tool I could, every seminar I'd been to. I was reading five books at one time, continuously trying to get the tools for change, and nothing worked. And after I made this demand, literally a week later, I came across something called Access Consciousness. And I had a one-hour session, and literally I never contemplated killing myself again. And I was like, whoa, it opened up a space, you know, and a space of actually realizing that the possibilities I wanted could exist. Well, in addition, what I started getting with that was tools. So I started using these tools, and in contrast to everything else I'd done, where it felt like I got lighter and then I went back into the muck, every time I'd use one of these tools, the muck would go away. And so fast forward to 13 years later, you know, I travel the world sharing these very same tools with people, and I'm also part of creating a whole new set of tools based on those so that people can start to have the change in their lives they're looking for. Hmm. Wow, that is that is absolutely amazing. And I'm sure a lot of people, you know, sadly can identify with the idea of feeling like they're at the very, very end. And it's really awesome that you were able to resolve that issue for sure. How is it that you discovered your gift? Well, it's funny because I didn't realize, I think part of the reason I wanted to end it so long ago was because I didn't realize I had a gift. You know, I didn't realize that that was even possible. But what happened was I started, when I started, I started taking these tools back into my chiropractic practice mm -hmm. and working with the people that I'd been working with for years who got, you know, some results and then it would go back. And I started seeing their lives change. And I went, wait a minute, this is something totally different than what I thought. In other words, I saw the change that I had always hoped to be able to create for people actually starting to occur. Mm -hmm. And then at one point, I had the founder of Access Consciousness, whose name is Gary Douglas, walk into my office and ask for a session. And I was like, oh, no, I'm working on the big... Okay, I, I think we lost our connection. I wasn't really sure where to go with that. But my guest this week is Dr. Dane here. I, I think we're having a, a Skype internet connectivity issue. That's all right. Uh, we're we're going to keep going. Uh, Dane has been talking a little bit about how he discovered his, his gift and uh, how he uh, had contemplated uh, suicide at one point and then decided, you know what, this is, this is not Hello, right. Guys. Oh, here we are. Yeah, Fantastic. I'm... Uh, I I have no idea what's going on. I'm going to reset my computer. Um, okay. And uh, if I may, I'm just going to do a restart. Okay. And can we can we do it at the break? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Okay, I'll, fantastic. I'm on my phone right now. If this holds up, that's no problem at all. Sorry about okay. that. Okay. Go right. for it. Okay, great. So you were talking about how you discovered your gift, and Gary asked you for a session. Yeah. So Gary Douglas comes into my office and asks for this session. I'm thinking to myself, oh my gosh, here I am working on the big guy, the, the guy who started this movement. 
And he said, look, he said, just ask my body what it wants. Follow the energy and you'll know what to do. And literally at one point I was standing 15 feet away from him and my hand is in the air and I've never done this before, never even thought about doing it. And his body is flopping on the table like a fish. And I am, I'm standing there as surprised as anybody going, what is going on here? Well, in the exploration of that, I realized that, that we all have gifts. We all have capacities. It's just nobody is telling us what they are. That was the beginning of opening a door for me to not only capacities in working with bodies, but also to being able to work with people in their lives to start changing it. Because even as a chiropractor, the interest for me was not let's get people out of pain. That's nice, but there are people who do that really, really well. My interest was I want to change your whole life. I want, I want to wake you up to the possibilities you always knew should be available but haven't yet been able to create. And that's what started opening up from that point forward. Wow, that that's really fantastic. So uh, before before all of this happened, were there some other challenges that really informed who you are and what you became? Well, I think you know a long time ago. I mean, you know, I grew up literally. I grew up in the ghetto. I was literally the only white face in my school. I was the only white face for miles around, and. You know, I tell that to people and they're like, well, what are you saying? I'm saying I'm, what I'm saying is I grew up and knew somewhere that I was different. But as a young kid, it didn't matter. The, the thing that that started, you know, it's like I experienced pretty much every form of abuse imaginable, you know, emotional abuse, physical abuse, sexual mm -hmm. abuse of almost every kind. And it wasn't until I got to access consciousness and started looking at it from a different place to look what was there that I'd never seen before, that I actually started healing those things and mm. healing those issues and actually coming out of the place of the wrongness, you know. But having experienced that as a kid, it's like you walk around a lot of times with this sort of, this overwhelming sense that there's something wrong with you. There's something you did wrong. There's some way in which you're bad. There's something yeah. that you did to make that happen. And that, I think, was weighing heavily on my shoulders. I know that was a huge part of why... I had so many insecurities and why I was so, you know, desiring to get to the place to end it all 13 years ago. So, mm. and the reason I talk about it is because I want people to know, you know, there aren't many people out there talking about this from, from sort of a place of, okay, look, let's, let's acknowledge it. Let's realize that there's a brilliance in you if you can experience that and not repeat the cycle. And then how do you start expressing that in your life? Yeah, Absolutely. Wow, that's great. We've got less than two minutes to our break. And uh, your book is called Being You, Changing the World. And we'll spend you know, a good share of the rest of this hour talking about that. Can you tell us a little bit about why you decided to write this book? Yeah, because of the changes that I got when I started doing access consciousness and started using these tools. And what I realized that there were two things that were missing for me 13 years ago. And first of which was the tools to actually create change. And because I had tried so many things because I knew there had to be something out there available, but none of it actually worked to create lasting change for me personally. And when I came across Access, I was like, wow, here are the tools. So I wanted to put them in a book so other people could have it. And the second thing that, well, actually two other things. The second thing that was missing was actually the inspiration to know that change is possible and that it's okay to be as different as you are. And that's a theme that's woven throughout this book is, you know what, it's not only okay to be as different as you are, but mm -hmm. when you embrace it, you actually become the change for a greater, kinder world that I think a lot of us are now looking for. 
Yeah, exactly. And we are coming up on our first break. This is Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest this week is Dr. Dane here. He's written a book called Being You, Change the World. And we will come right back after the break. And uh, please stay with us. This is Success Profiles Radio. The mission is to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio, and we'll be back with more right after these on the Rockstar Radio Network. Did you know you can quickly grow your business online and offline for free? SmartGuy.com is one of the fastest growing business networks in the world. Managing over 600 city business networks from Los Angeles, California to the country of Bahrain. In just a minute or two, you can add your business and be quickly listed in their global business directory, local business networks, and get a free web page that can actually rank on top of major search engines in as little as one to two weeks. No kidding. Simply go to www.smartguy.com. Fill out your company information and you're set. So add your business for free and find out why everyone loves a smart guy. Smartguy.com. At Solovey, we think a person's voice is the most powerful form of marketing, so that's what we want to invest in. While other companies spend billions on traditional marketing, we reward you for sharing Solovey with your connections. We began with a simple idea. A single relationship has the power to make life better for many people. We took this idea and turned it into a company that can make commerce less expensive and even profitable for everyone. We've started with mobile phone service because it's something all of us already use and it's the technology connecting us every day. We put you in charge of what you pay for mobile service. And simply making the switch to Solovey is the first step to spending less. $49 a month for unlimited voice, text, and data. But it gets even better. You can earn money just for sharing Solovey with others. As your network of connections grows, both through your actions and the actions of each person who joins because of you, you can quickly be paying nothing for your mobile service and even make a profit every month. Visit us online at www.social-commerce-now.com to learn more and join the Solovey revolution. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio on the Rockstar Radio Network. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. And we are back. This is Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest this week is Dr. Dane here. He's written a call, a book called Being You, Changing the World. And right before the break, uh, Dane, you were telling us a little bit about why you wrote the book and, and the premise behind it. It's about creating tools for lasting change, right? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, great. And the thing is, it's like if we recognize that our choices can start to have an impact on our families and their choices can start to have an impact on the people that they're in contact with. It, you start to realize it's actually actualizable to create change in the world. And I know mm. 
you know, some people, that seems like such a huge concept. They're like, what are you talking about? Change the world. I'm like, yeah, guys, wouldn't you like a kinder, gentler world, you know, in which we could all embrace each other as we are without judgment and open up to the possibilities we all have available? That's basically what this is talking about. Yeah, that's fantastic. You've mentioned access consciousness a couple of different times, but I don't think we've really defined what it is. Well, it's basically a set of tools, techniques, and information that allow you to change any part of your life you want to change. You know, like if I'm hoping that most people aren't where I was 13 years ago, but if you are, there's a capacity for changing it. You know, there are a lot of people who come in there in the midst of depression and literally get out of it and find that, wow, okay, I was depressed. There was actually a reason behind it, and now I can actually change it. You know, there are people who come with financial difficulties. There are people who come with who would like to change their relationships. There are people who want more success in their business and can't seem to create it. And then there are some people who come and are just happy and just want more, and it actually works for that too. Yeah, that's great. And there's a quote pretty early on in your book, and I think this really defines – the path of where this book goes, and and you say this, what if you, being you, are the gift and the change this world requires? And I love that because it it, it basically, to me, it speaks to me in a way that says, you know what, I am enough, I am a gift, and I am capable of changing not only myself, but everything around me. Yeah, truly. I mean, and one of the things is, you know, one of the questions I ask people is, what if there were nothing right, nothing wrong with you? You know, what if there were truly nothing was ever wrong with you and then what if you asked yourself what's right about me i'm not getting mm-hmm. you know we we tend to think that the way to get somewhere is by judging what's wrong and then we'll change it i found it's just the opposite rather than judging what's wrong look for what you'd like to create and head in that direction and when you have the tools for creation and the tools for creating change you start realizing that that's not only easier it's a lot more fun it's a lot more successful But also this thing about realizing that you're a contribution to the world. I mean, it's like we've had Oprah for a very long time. We've had Deepak for a very long time. We've had, you know, insert famous person here for a very long time. And the world is still where it is. What it requires is us being willing to take up the gauntlet and step up, but not from a place of trying to, you know, proselytize or fight. It just requires us being willing to go, you know what? I know everybody else is going into judgment about this. I'm not going to go into judgment. I know everybody else thinks there isn't anything possible here. I'm going to ask what else is possible. Mm -hmm. And simple things like that start changing not only your outlook but the people around you. Yeah, I love that. And so what is it that you think stops people from living to their potential? Is it an absence of this or a lack of awareness of this or an unwillingness to acknowledge? I think it is probably all of the above. And I would also say that people are not willing to be different. They're not willing to be as different as they are, especially the seekers of the world. You know, there are certain people that will never seek anything that, you know, you tell them you're you're going to a seminar reading a self-help book and they look at you like you've just grown three heads and a tail, you know. Mm-hmm. No, those are not the people that are that I'm talking to here, you know. Right. The seekers of the world are the people that are different and that difference is actually our greatness. And that difference usually is, just like I was talking about, where everybody else wants to beat somebody up and judge them, you go, hey, wait a minute, what if you walked a mile in their shoes? You know, just those sorts of things are what would allow us if we'd start to realize it 
realize that the difference that we are is actually the greatness and that mm -hmm. nobody's ever really invited us to be us exactly as we are and realize that that's a contribution to anything. We're taught that you need to be like the latest rock star. You need to be like the latest sports star. You need to be like this person because they have value in this society. And I'm saying you need to be you. And then whatever you create will not only work really well in your world, but it'll become a brilliant inspiration to the people out there who are looking for something different. Exactly. And, the th and while you were saying that, I was thinking, you know, we, we tend to, you know, look up to sports stars and movie stars and, and musicians and, and you say, you know, people tend to think, well, I need to be like them. Well, you know what? They are being you. They are being them. So why can't <laughs> you be you as well? I mean, do what they're doing. Don't be them, but be the fact that they're being them. And so you be you. And, and there's a uniqueness and a specialness that all of us have. And I think sometimes we fail to see that or acknowledge that or realize that. Yeah. And exactly what you said, the thing about them that is the best part about them is that they're being them, you know, mm -hmm. and you may like them, you may hate them, but they're being willing to be whoever they are. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you know, and, and one of the things is, you know, when you see a, uh, famous person being interviewed, whether they're an actor, whether they're a rock star, an author, anything like that. The ones that really inspire you are the ones that are truly present as them. They're mm -hmm. not trying to put on an image. They're not trying to they're not trying to put on I am this, I am this, I am this. When they're really present with you talking about what's really going on, even if it's for two minutes that they allow themselves to have that vulnerability and that presence, you become inspired. And that's I think what if we were to choose it for ourselves in our own lives would allow us to walk through this world with our heads up high, feeling great about us. And what would happen in that case is, rather than the world being able to get you down, rather than you know the latest trauma and drama being able to take you off your course, you'd be like, okay, cool. But mm -hmm. you know what? I got me. And when you yeah. have you, you are it, nothing else can sway you from that, and nothing else takes you off course. Yeah, that's great. While I'm thinking about it, uh, Dane, where can we get your book? You can get it on Amazon, you can get it on Barnes & Noble, you can get it on my website. Uh, it's called Being You, Changing the World, and there's a website called beingyoubook.com. It's beingyoubook.com, and literally there's, there's the first chapter you can download on audio there. It's an hour long, and I've had people send me emails after getting this saying, thank you, I feel like me. I don't know how you did it, I don't know what you did in these 55 minutes, but I realize that I feel like I'm no longer wrong being me. So you can go there. That's free. That's my gift to you. It's part of my desire to pay forward so many of the gifts that I've gotten as a result of having access to these tools. Yeah, beingyoubook.com? Yes. Okay, fantastic. You also talk about the power of asking questions, not just any question, but asking the right questions. Um, Give us some examples of what some of the right kinds of questions can be, and are there right answers to those questions? That's the interesting part. The thing about asking questions is what you're looking for more than an answer most of the time is actually an awareness, something that will shift in your world as a result of asking the question. So, for example, one of the great questions you can ask that will change any situation is, how does it get any better than this? You literally, in a bad situation, if you ask, how does it get any better than this, it's like you open the door for the universe to show you something different, and literally it will start getting better just by you asking that. Or in a good situation, when you ask, how does it get any better than this, 
it actually allows it to get even better than it just got. You know, one of the things that happens for most people is they are trying to, let's say, create an amount of money, and they get it, and then they go, oh, cool, I got it. Well, that stops everything. You don't want to stop mm. the energy. You don't want to stop your capacity. You don't want to stop the universe from contributing. So you go, how does it get any better than this? And it literally opens the door for even greater to show up. So you want to ask it in a good situation or a bad situation. Wow. That's, that's really great. Uh, I know that you have examples in your book on how that manifested itself. Do you want to give a quick example? Yeah, absolutely. There was a lady who – well, let's talk about the lady who got this tool in New York. And she walks outside, and she finds a dime sitting on the ground. And she picks it up and goes, ooh, how does it get any better than this? Goes in the elevator, goes down to the first floor. She walks out, and there's a $10 bill sitting on the ground, and she picks it up and go, you know, looks around. Nobody was around. She picks it up and goes, wow, how does it get any better than this? Hmm. And because she now has this $10 bill, she's like, awesome. And so she decides she's going to take a taxi rather than wait for the subway. And so she gets in the taxi, goes to her building, and she goes to get out, and she sees something sparkling in the gutter. What do you think it was? Oh, goodness. Is it more money? Literally a diamond bracelet. Wow. And guess what she said? She went, it doesn't get any better than this. And I'm going, oh, girl, you were on a roll, man. You could have owned the building. Who knows what else could have happened? Exactly. But this is – and this is literally – this is a true story. And I'm not saying it will take you from dimes to diamonds. But when you start to open up to how does it get any better than this rather than what most people do is, oh, no, how does it get any worse than this? Or a thing that a lot of people say is it doesn't get any better than this. Well, Mm. guess what? Because your point of view creates your reality. Yeah. If you say it doesn't get any better than this, that's exactly what happens. Yeah, you, you stop ask, the train. Exactly. Why stop the train, man? Get that thing moving faster, further, and have more fun. Yeah, exactly. That's that's an awesome story, Dana. I really, I'm really glad you shared that. We've got less than two minutes to our next break. Uh, I, I want to move on to the next subject, and if we need to move beyond the next break to finish, that's totally fine. But in the book, you talk about the idea of resisting something. And when we find ourselves doing that, what do you think that means to us? Well, what ends up happening is when you resist and react to something, you end up going into fight mode. And the difficulty is whether you align and agree, which is the positive polarity, or resist and react, which is a negative polarity, you end up sticking yourself. See, the place of freedom is where everything is just an interesting point of view. If you want to, let me give listeners a real quick tool. Just take an upset that you've had any time in the last couple of weeks that's still there and get mm-hmm. the energy of it. And when I say the energy, it's that whatever thing comes up when you think about it. And just say to it, interesting point of view, I have this point of view. And again, interesting point of view, I have this point of view. Mm. And again, interesting point of view, I have this point of view. Interesting point of view, I have this point of view. Interesting point of view. I have this point of view. Now, Mm -hmm. I just rushed us through it. If you take a little more time and actually get present and say, interesting Mm -hmm. point of view, I have this point of view, and notice as the energy shifts and then say it again, for most people, between five and ten times of saying it, that Mm -hmm. thing that was an upset is gone because they've taken themselves out of the resistance to it. Wow, that's fantastic. And we are coming up against our next break. My guest this week is Dr. Dane here. We are talking about his book, Being You, Changing the World. We'll be right back after the break. This is Success Profiles Radio. The mission is to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. 
This is Success Profiles Radio, and we'll be back with more right after these on the Rockstar Radio Network. Energy Saving Solutions' innovative double green plan enables you to switch to energy-efficient LEDs and other modern lighting with no upfront cost. Modern LEDs are far more efficient than other types of lighting, but for many businesses, schools, and nonprofit organizations, the reason for sticking with the old inefficient lighting is the cost of replacing them. While an old-fashioned incandescent bulb may cost a dollar, LED costs $30 or more, and that's why Energy Saving Solutions has designed our Double Green plan. Double Green allows you to convert to LEDs with no out-of-pocket cost. We'll pay for your new lights, and you'll pay us back with a percentage of your savings. From the very first day that your new LEDs are lighting your life, you'll realize a positive cash flow, and you'll be doing something positive for our environment. For a free cost and energy savings analysis, call Joshua May at 888-620-8133, extension 7082, or visit us online at www.energysavingindustry.com. Tune in to DC Live every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Central on the Rockstar Radio Network for a fun and entertaining look into the music industry with your host, producer, songwriter, and musician, Don Cromwell. DC Live will feature interviews and live performances with an emphasis on connecting you, the fan, with the artists. Guests will include both established and new artists, as well as behind-the-scenes professionals. There will also be live in-studio and phone interviews, plus music associated with featured artists, and live performances on a regular basis, and a special segment of each show devoted to unknown musicians and bands. For more on Don, check out his website, doncromwellmusic.com. Ever wonder how the music business really works? What happens in a studio and what goes into making a hit record then be here for the interviews insights and live performances it's dc live hosted by producer songwriter and musician don cromwell tuesday nights at 8 p.m central on the rockstar radio network welcome back to success profiles radio so many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have and this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio on the Rockstar Radio Network. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. And once again, this is Success Profiles Radio. My, I'm the host, Brian K. Wright. My guest this week is Dr. Dane here. We're talking about his book, Being You, Changing the World. And Dane, I'd like to talk about something next that I think is a really big issue for a lot of people, and I think this is why people have a lot of baggage. People don't know how to let go. They either don't realize that they can or they don't know how. It just seems so hard for people to let go of what they know or what they think is true. Do you think it's because we have this inherent need to figure out how that's supposed to happen first? Well, I think there's the how, and then I think the, one of the greatest difficulties is people would rather be right than free. And the difficulty is when something occurs in their life and they are not right about it yet, even if they have to be right about being wrong, they will not let it go. And I think it's this very interesting thing also where we've never, once again, we've never been given the tools and we've never been shown its value. You know, I don't know about you, but I grew up with parents who, I mean, my father would hold a grudge for years and I tried as a little kid, you know, to get angry enough at people to hold a grudge for as long as my dad could. And mm. it would only last for like a couple hours because I couldn't hold on to it that long. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
And yeah. I think we learn, unfortunately, we're given these ineffectual tools from the people that we look up to and the people who are supposed to show us how to be in this world. So we don't have the tools to know that letting it go is one of the greatest gifts we can give ourselves. Wow, that's fantastic. And you, uh, we'll talk about your uh, three-and-a-half-day class a little bit later in the show, but you talk about some of the specific things that uh, people can do to learn how to let go of their garbage, right? Yes, absolutely. Fantastic. Yeah. Great. And well, and that thing that I gave at the, you know, right before break really fast, the interesting point of view I have, this point of view, is one thing that can start that change. And it's not the only tool. It's one of about 8,000, but it's something that can start that change. If you don't have anything else to do, use that and see what you can shift and change with it. Because the thing we need to realize is it's a gift to us to let this stuff go. Mm. And we've been taught that somehow if you let something go, that you're, you know, it's about somebody else or you need to do it only for somebody else. No, give yourself the gift of giving yourself the freedom and the ease that that is. That's fantastic. And we talked a little earlier, switching topics a little bit again, uh, about ESB. Um, I don't know that we really specifically went very far into what, what exactly that is. Well, basically, it, it's short for energetic synthesis of being. And it's what I call the energy that I work with. You know, I talked about doing that session on Gary Douglas, the founder of Access, when I first met him. And he came into my office for a session. And basically, it's like if you could imagine if all of your disparate parts that you've scattered throughout the world and all the, all the parts of you that you've been judging and try not to look at could actually come together as a whole. And not only that, but if you could actually have all of that in connection with your body in a way that you actually started loving your body and being grateful for it and being happy to have one rather than only connecting with it when it's in pain, that's a sense of the energy that, that gets started with mm. this energetic synthesis of being or this ESB. And you know, giving it a description like that is one thing. The experience of it is, in a sense, if you can imagine what it's like, when you go out in nature and it feels like the weight of the world finally comes off of your shoulders and you feel like you can breathe and you start seeing different colors of green in each leaf and different flowers you didn't even notice before, it's kind of like that, but being able to walk around as that, live that in your life, and when stressful situations come up, you always have that energy to draw upon. So rather than having one little stress build into a huge amount of stress it feels like it overwhelms you, you basically nip it in the bud from the very beginning. Yeah, that's fantastic. Uh, there's something in your book that really resonates, and it's a, a theme that you carry quite a bit through the book. And you simply say this, the truth always makes you feel lighter, a lie always makes you feel heavier. And I don't think you're talking specifically about the, the truth and the lies that we speak to other people, but more specifically about the truth and the lies that we speak about ourselves. Yes, and everything that you hear or read also. And so what happens is, so let's talk about the ones that we speak to ourselves or say to ourselves or think about ourselves. It's like when you start thinking about how wrong you are about something, it always makes you feel heavier because it's a lie and it's a judgment. And the weird part is judgment is always a lie. And it's one of the biggest killers of possibility there is. But we let ourselves judge ourselves constantly as though there's something wrong with us, as though somehow we're going to get greater. But you don't ever get greater from judgment. The only right. time you get greater is when you come out of judgment. 
And so mm. one of the focuses of access consciousness is actually getting you out of judgment and letting you realize you don't actually have to function from there because it's less than what you actually have available. And one of the starting points of that is going, okay, if it's heavy, it's a lie. In other words, when I go to think about myself that I'm stupid or I can't do it or I'll never have this or I'll never be able to do that, it's always heavy, it must be a lie. So then what you do when you realize it's heavy and it's a lie, then the next place you want to go to is asking a question. Like, hey, what else is possible? What's it going to take to change this? And how does it get any better than this? And that starts to change it from that lie of the heavy, the lie that you're functioning from. It starts to open this totally different door where it's like, oh, wait a minute. I've never even considered that was possible before. But that's what a question does. A question always empowers and always opens up different doors of possibility. Yeah. I love that. What else is possible? And, and I'll tell you what, there have been times in my life where I have felt heavy. Uh, and I think we all have had moments like that. I mean, heavy psychologically. And it's usually centered around times where I don't believe something about myself that I should believe about myself or that I'm believing a lie about myself. That's very insightful. I appreciate that you share that. And really, I encourage you all to go get this book. Tell us once again where we can find your book, Dean or Dane. You can go to beingyoubook.com, beingyoubook.com. And you know, Brian, I just thought of something. There's a very similar website. It's actually called beingyouclass.com. Um, and it's beingyouclass.com, and there's a free videos, well, a set of videos. It's like, I don't know, 10 or 12 videos or something that I created as my gift to people because somebody asked me one day, they said, okay, so how did you go from this place where you wanted to kill yourself to actually traveling the world and having a sense of ease and actually loving your life? And I went, huh. <laughs> and so I literally tracked those steps and put those, and they were all access consciousness tools that I just instituted. But they're the tools there, and I give you the tool, let you practice for three days, and come back, and I'm like, hey, how'd that go? Here's another tool. Here's another video. And the videos are really short, but they're my gift to you. And if you know if you're listening, please go there and check it out. It, it truly is. It's a gift. It's and hopefully it will change your life. Please let me know if it does. Yeah, that's great. I appreciate your generosity. That's fantastic. And uh, something else I want to move – a bunch of stuff I want to move on to. There's so much in this book. There's no way we'll get to this all in one show, but that's okay. We'll just hit some of the highlights. A lot of people have issues about their bodies. They aren't happy with how they look. And you know, judgment, of course, is very destructive. We sometimes feel very heavy about how we look and how society thinks we're supposed to look. How does all of this relate to body issues, and how can we resolve that? Oh, it's and that is just such a big thing for so many people. One of the things you want to realize is you're really, really psychic. And when I say that, what I mean is you have the ability to pick up on the energies around you, the thoughts, the feelings, and the emotions around you. So one of the things that I found is literally 98% of your thoughts, your feelings, and your emotions don't actually belong to you. They're not created in your head. You're picking them up from other people like a big psychic radio receiver. So one of the things that you can do to start getting over these body issues is when you notice yourself judging your body or hating it or looking, you know, you look in the mirror. What most people do is they look in the mirror and they start with a litany of judgment. First thing you want to do is stop, okay? Because what happens is for your body, everything you judge, you get more of. So when you judge, oh, my God, these bags under my eyes. Oh, my God, these are too small. Oh, my God, this is too small. Oh, my God, these are too big. Oh, my God, these are too wrinkly. You get more of that. So when you notice yourself judging, stop. Just see a hand or a stop sign and break the cycle. That's number one. But number two, what you want to do is go, who does this belong to? Literally, if you ask, who does this belong to, to every judgment, thought, feeling, emotion, point of view you have for three days, 
at the end of three days, you'll walk around like you're in a walking, talking meditation. And the way it works is this. Let's say you're having this intense judgment of a particular area of your body and go, wait, who does that belong to? And if the judgment lightens up at all, it's not yours. It's something you've been picking up in your world, something you're aware of as an energy that you think applies to your body. But guess what? It probably doesn't because 98% of that stuff is just stuff you've learned to pick up from other people since the time you were born. Mm. Letting that go. Could you imagine if 98% of the crap that was in your head yesterday weren't there today? That'd be awesome. Right? Yeah. Right. That's, that's fantastic. That's fantastic. And, you know, we, we need to be very cognizant of where those thoughts are coming from and originating. You are so right about that, Dane. We've got just less than three minutes to our final break. Let's talk about the idea of receiving. It seems like we place limits on what is truly available to us because we have preconceived ideas about how things come to us. And here we are once again at that theme of being worried about how something will manifest instead of just letting it happen. Absolutely. And the difficulty is we're taught from a very young age to stop receiving. We have this idea that if we receive from somebody, we're either taking from them or it means we weren't enough in, in the first place ourselves, neither of which is true. Those are totally erroneous concepts, but we pick them up somewhere. And so what we do is we limit our receiving dynamically. And once again, here our old friend judgment is one of the biggest ways in which we do that. So one thing that everybody could do, and obviously you can tell I'm a firm believer in giving people tools that they can use. One thing everybody you can can do is write down what are my top three judgments or points of view that keep me from receiving everything I'd like to receive. And it's so simple. Mm -hmm. Top three. And you know, it might be that my dad is right, or I can't go, you know, one of the things they say in the South is you can't go above your raisin. And, mm. you know, and I heard that the first time I'm picturing a raisin on a bagel or something. No, you can't go above <laughs> the people that raised you, you know. And so if you write down the top three things that keep you from receiving, judgments or points of view that keep you from receiving everything you'd like to have, you start to realize that, wait a minute, these, this is how I've been creating my life. And then we have another tool in access that may be a little more advanced than we want to go. But basically what you can do is this. Go pock and pot all that. POC stands for going back to the point of creation where you lock this insane point of view in the place in the first place. POD stands for going back to the point of destruction. So the other side of it, you get both sides. Just go pock and pot all that. And literally, you'll start to feel it unlock. And you'll start to realize those points don't have to run your life anymore. And then you start to receive more. That's fantastic. And we are coming up, about, up, up against our final break. I cannot believe how quickly this is going. Uh, time sure is... Time sure is going fast. So uh, we'll be right back after this break. We'll be back with Dr. Dane here, and we will finish out the show. The Mission is to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio, and we'll be back with more right after these on the Rockstar Radio Network. Looking for the perfect destination in Costa Rica, Panama, or Thailand? Concerned about the economy and looking for an escape plan? Then you need to go to escapeartist.com and learn how you can live, work, invest, retire, or do business overseas. Escape Artist has the perfect plan for you. Join our 400,000 readers and get your free subscription to Escape from America magazine. 
visit www.escapefromamerica.com and create your escape plan right now. If you could live your life truly standing in a place of peace, joy, and abundance, wouldn't that make your heart soar? Now you can with Lessons in Joyful Living with your host, Kimberly Rinaldi, Mondays at noon central on the Rockstar Radio Network. Kimberly Rinaldi, having created a highly successful coaching practice, now teaches Lessons in Joyful Living. She believes in empowering others and that through it, you have the ability to break through any and all barriers, thus allowing you to reach your greatest potential and joyfully step into your life's purpose. What used to take weeks, months, or even years, she can now teach you in a matter of hours with her programs. For more on Kim and her show, go to her website, KimberlyRinaldi.com. That's R-I-N-A-L-D-I.com. Then join us for Lessons in Joyful Living with your host, Kimberly Rinaldi, Mondays at noon central here on the Rockstar Radio Network. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio on the Rockstar Radio Network. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. And we're back. This is Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest this week is Dr. Dane here. And Dane, I want to ask you about your three-and-a-half-day class because the book is is a springboard for a lot of different things that you are doing uh, with your message. And uh, I have not attended this class yet, but someday I would like to. Uh, you have a three-and-a-half-day class seminar workshop where you help people go through the principles of this book and have a, an amazing life-changing experience. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, it's literally three and a half days where you go come in Friday night, one person, you leave Sunday, the person that you knew you were and could be, but nobody ever invited you to and gave you the tools for. And I say that from a place of the change that occurs in this three and a half day class, the people that have been to the class have told me it's more dynamic and lasting than anything they had done in the past. And I don't even know how to describe it really, Brian, other than... Mm -hmm. Other than using this ESB energy and using and, and working with people one-on-one. -on -one. See, one of the things that happens, I'll bring people up, have a table up there on stage and work with people. And when you see somebody else choose something that you always knew should be available to choose, like there was one lady in, in one class who was literally in a wheelchair. And she came in and I got her up on the table and we were, and I worked on her. And she literally got to that place where she had chosen the disease that was literally killing her. And... The next morning, she was walking from table to table, and everybody was, and we were all, our, all of our eyes were wide open going, oh, my gosh. But it wasn't even about the physical healing. It was about her getting to the place where she could actually perceive the choice that she made and start making totally different choices. So what I say to people is, is if the space of being is valuable to you, if the space of being you seems like something you know that you should have and be but just haven't been able to get there, this is like an invitation with people, you know, in the room who are with you and have your back. I'm facilitating, but we all go there together. And I, I really have a tough time describing it. What I say to people is just ask if this 
it seems like it appeals to you, what will my life be like in five years if I do this? And just get the mm-hmm. energy of it. And what yeah. will my life be like in five years if I don't? And then you know, because it should be your choice. Whatever you do should always be your choice. And that's a great tool you can use for any choice. What will my life be like in five years if I do this? What will my life be like in five years if I don't? And choose from there. That's fantastic. And I love the idea that you said this is really, really hard to describe and, and put in a box because really the whole theme of, of your book is don't try and put everything in a box. Be yeah. undefined. So let's talk about the idea of being undefined. And I t- I'll tell you what, that that idea right there is probably going to challenge a lot of people listening because we like to define things and we like to put ourselves in a box. We like to put ourselves and other people in a box of some kind. How do we break out of that? How do we break that paradigm? Well, realize that every time you put you or anybody else or anything else in a box, you're actually creating a limitation. And the reason people do it, they put, they want to put themselves and everybody else in a box so they can define them. And, you know, they want to put every technique, everything that comes down the pike in a box because they have so much information. They want to be able to define it so they can reject it. And that's what people do with their boxes. And so what happens is how do you break out of it? One thing you could do is you could go, okay, wait a minute. Is my box helping me or hurting me here is it creating more or is it creating less and if your box is creating less and i'm sorry all of us listening know that the box is creating less but we've never really asked ourselves that question to look at it and what you want to do is you go okay so if i were out of control out of definition out of limitation out of form structure and significance how would i be Hmm. and that one question, and I know that can be, you know, that can be a daunting question. I realize I probably just, you know, blew a lot of people's heads open with that one. But I'm going to give it one more time so people that want to can write it down or listen again and write it down. If I were out of control, out of definition, out of limitation, out of form, structure, and significance, how would I be? And because you can't define that, what ends up happening is it just kind of puts this bubble in your world that eventually will burst that box and you won't even have to work at bursting the box. Because every time you try to bust it cognitively, you go back cognitively and you create more yeah. in another way. This is yeah. non-cognitive. So what happens is you ask that question, the energy of what is the you that would really like to show up just starts showing up more and more and yeah. more. Yeah. And that creates it from a different place. Yeah. Really, I think you're talking about viewing ourselves as infinite without limitations. Yes. Absolutely. So, and I love one of the things that you ask in, in your book is when we're confronted with choices and circumstances and, and limitations, you ask, would an infinite being choose this? That's mind-blowing. Isn't it? And that's an yeah. amazing question to get you out of the box, too. Would an infinite being truly choose this? Because you actually have – you actually are infinite. And I know – I, you know, the discussion of that, it's like, it's a knowing that we have. It's not even something that you can define because infinite, by definition, is not definable. So if you ask that question, though, what you start to recognize is where you're choosing as everything you are or where you're choosing as less than you are. And what would you mm-hmm. like to choose? Wow. That is so amazing. I love that. Let's also talk about fear and how fear is a lie. And oh, is well, it, yeah. is it, possible to eliminate a lot of people talk about managing fear and you know taming the cobra rather than killing it uh is it possible to eliminate fear from our lives completely or does that not serve us i would say absolutely because it is a lie and so i found that fear is basically the two biggest things that it is is actually it's excitement that you've misidentified and misapplied physiologically they're exactly the same and i think 
one of the best stories that illustrates it. My friend Gary, the founder of Access, when he was a little kid, he was going to go on the Ferris wheel for the first time, and he was jumping up and down and pulling on his mom's skirt, and she looked down and went, now, don't be afraid, dear. And he went, oh, that's fear. And mm. I found that people have misidentified and misapplied excitement as fear pretty much their entire lives because fear is something people consider real and valuable as for some reason i'm not sure why and excitement isn't so you're always taught to turn excitement into fear so ask yourself is this fear or excitement and then the other thing is you want to go okay so wherever i bought that this was fear i'm willing to let it go now in other words enough buying that that's fear and ask yourself like I had a lady who was fired from a job, and I and she called, and she was so she says I'm so afraid of what's next. And I said, let me ask you a question: Is this the same job you told me a year ago that you wanted to quit but didn't have the courage to leave? Mm. Yes. I said, so is this fear? Is this really excitement? Because you know there are greater possibilities ahead. And she went, oh my gosh. I said, yeah. Grab some champagne and go and celebrate. Yeah. And literally, that's. And I know a lot of people will go, oh, well, you just don't have it. I'm like, no, literally, this used to run my world 13 years ago. I used to be gripped by fear, and my whole life was limited by it. Now, I don't have it. It's not a reality for me. And one other thing I'd like to say to people who have the idea that they have fear, would you like me to prove to you that you don't, Brian? Yes. Okay, what happens to you in an emergency situation? Do you fall apart, or do you get calm, cool, and collected and handle the situation? Well, you have to get calm, cool, and collected to assess the situation first, so I think that's my answer. Well, you get calm. See, if you don't fall apart in an emergency, you don't truly have fear. What happens is you get calm, cool, and collected and handle it, and then you fall apart later to try to prove that you were indeed as afraid as you're supposed to be. Yeah. And I everybody think... listening, I'd, I'd like you to look at that for yourselves and see if you don't truly get calm, cool, and collected and handle it. And if you do, fear is not a reality for you. It's a lie you've been buying. Yeah, I think for me, there is that initial freak-out moment, however long that lasts, a minute, five minutes, ten minutes, or whatever. But then I, I have to go, okay, okay, assess what just happened here, what do I do now? So I, I think there's a, a centeredness about it. And I think for, for me, it's interesting when I've you know lost jobs before and, and I've had people around me who actually freak out more about it than I do. And, and they think that I have a problem because I quote unquote don't care. <laughs> it's like, well, no, that's not the issue. It's not about not caring. It's about me being centered. So don't penalize me for having my stuff together and you don't. And that's exactly why people try to make fear real and they try to freak out because they've been made wrong and they've been told they're not feeling and they don't care when in actuality they're more present, they're more centered and they're more able to handle the situations in their lives. Yeah, exactly. We've got less than five minutes to the end. I cannot believe how fast oh. this is going. <laughs> I know, right? Exactly. So uh, let's talk just real briefly about uh, the idea of being magic. What does that mean and how does that manifest itself for us? Well, from my point of view, magic is actually when you can just ask for something and have it show up. It's kind of like, you know, when we were little kids, I know I always used to think I should have a wand kind of like Harry Potter going, presto, changeo, and have it change. Well, that's actually a capacity you have. If you, if you go back to the question you were talking about, is would an infinite being truly choose this? You have these capacities that go beyond what you were taught, beyond what you've been told, and beyond this reality. When you start to allow that into your world, your life can start to occur as if by magic. Mm. That is really amazing. I, I love that. Just the whole idea that you can really create your life and, and create your choices. That's, that's so fantastic. We've got three minutes to the end. So Dane, I want to ask the question that I ask everybody who's on my show. And it's simply this Dr. Dane here, who inspires and motivates you? 
I'll tell you who inspires and motivates me. And first person is Gary Douglas, the founder of Access, because this yes. man started 25 years ago with mm. the concept that nobody was even able to hear. And he stuck to his guns, knew that he knew there was something that would create change in the world, and has been one of the kindest, most generous, gifting people I've ever met in my life to every single person who comes to Access. And he sees a different reality that's actually possible beyond this one, that we can actually all live, not from you know going off in a cave, but actually inviting us to be the greatness that we all are. Wow. I love that answer. I love hearing everyone's response to that question because it really just gives me more and more to be thankful about every single week. So that's great. So one more time, Dane, how can we find your book and uh, the resources that you talked about earlier? Uh, you can go to beingyouclass.com, which are as a bunch of free videos that are my gift to you. Um, you can go to beingyoubook.com um, to get the book or on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, any of the usual suspects. And, you know, Thanks, Brian. I'd just like to say thank you for you and what you're doing. And to everybody out there, what if you truly being you are the gift and the change this world requires? Please allow yourself to choose to be it. Wow, that's great. And any final words of wisdom before we, before we leave? Well, if you could change anything, let's, let's just take one situation in your life and think if you could change that, how much greater would your life get? If you could change anything, what would it be? And will you please right now make the demand that that change, because that demand will open the universe's ability to give you whatever information it's going to take to change it. And I wish you all the best in creating the world and the life of your dreams. Fantastic. And remember the question that this, the question that stuck out to me that you ask us to ask ourselves is, how can it get better than this? How does it get better than this? Yes. That's how you, that's how you create your magic in your life. And I so, so appreciate you so much. And we are at the end of our show. Uh, this is Success Profiles Radio. We air every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time. You can find me on Facebook. I have a fan page, Success Profiles Radio. Please like that page. I'm also on Twitter, at Mr. Brian K. Wright. Follow me. I'll follow you back. I'm also on LinkedIn. And uh, that's it. That's our show. And I thank you, Dr. Dane, here for being with us. Join us next Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern for another great episode of Success Profiles Radio, where we will interview the most successful people in the world and learn their secrets and discover their journey. Until then, have a great week, everyone. Take care of yourself. Make it happen. Goodbye. Thank you for being a part of Success Profiles Radio with your host, Brian K. Wright, here on the Rockstar Radio Network. Each week.